Hello everybody and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today we are talking about the best game you'll ever play, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong, Diddy's Kong Quest? Diddy Kong Quest, yeah, one of the two. And music. to talk about this pirate extravaganza is my good friend Craig. Say something piratey. Hello. Yar me matey. Avast the blow hole. <laughs> Sage words. <laughs> um, Avast the blow hole. Yes. I tried my best. <laughs> Alright, so let's get the stats out of the way really quick. And do remember, like we said last time, we're kind of taking for granted that you've played it, so we're not going to explain anything. So, Donkey Kong Country 2 was developed by Rare was released in Japan on November 1995, same for North America. December only had to wait a little bit. They got it. December had to wait. Whew. Europe only had to wait a little bit. They got it in December of the same year. It was then re-released on the GBA as kind of an upgrade, side grade kind of thing. But you shouldn't play it there because it's terrible sound. Who cares about all that? Craig! Oh, what is your history with this amazing game? This is another one. Absolutely no history at all. Uh, My Donkey Kong history itself is pretty vague to the point where the first Donkey Kong I ever played was Tropical Freeze on the Wii U. So, you know. That's bonkers. Yeah, and I only picked up the Wii U about six months after Breath of the Wild came out, so I was late to the Wii U game, and then really late to (laughs) Tropical Freeze. (laughs) Can you really say late at that point? Isn't I? I dug up a corpse. <laughs> yeah, and pretty, I got over you. Pretty much, I think I bought the last one. <laughs> um, so you like not even like the old arcade games or anything? I just, I've never, I've honestly, 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 never played them. I've just never played them. Uh well, you're a liar. First of all, oh, we uh, played. We played it, yeah. Yeah, we played the one because you had to jump over the things. I remember that now. Yep. Uh, so, listeners, don't ever trust a Scotsman when he's no, talking about no. Donkey Kong. He oh. will just lie to you. In my head, I knew I played something where we had to jump over things and climb up things, but I was trying. I was struggling, and I know why I've got confused. It's because I didn't realize that it was Mario. That it was Mario that you play climbing up the way, isn't it? Yes. That's what confused me. So um, this is how little n- previous knowledge <laughs> or experience I've had with this game. So, so what are your thoughts on Donkey Kong as as pertains to Smash Brothers? Let's say, is he perhaps the best character? He's your best character. He's. I don't like him to play him in um, Smash Brothers just because he's not my playstyle. Like he's just too slow. It's very good if you're getting frustrated and you want to just start throwing things about the place. And if you or win, suiciding off the cliff. Yeah, if you win as him, that cheesy grin that you just want to slap <laughs> off his I face is just—it's <laughs> phenomenal. So I think as a character, I really like him, and I really like Diddy Kong, and I really like whatever the girl is, Donna Kong or it's whatever. Dixie. Donna, it's Dixie. Dixie Kong. Go. There we go. I really like it. It's not that I don't like it. It's just never, never played it. Yeah, um, Tropical Freeze uh, this, is amazing. Just to throw that out there though. 
So have you finished Tropical Freeze? Not yet. I'm getting there with it, but it's my oh. the Wii U is now my um, snug console. But because I've got a room to myself with the PlayStation in it as well, I've now got a living room to myself and a snug. So I'm torn between two places. Well, to be fair, most people were torn between: Do I get the Wii U out of mothballs? Ask. <laughs> ah, I'll just play Xbox. That Wii, that Wii U has done me so well. It's done me absolutely fantastically. It's not got a large catalogue, but there's some right bangers. That's in what there. killed it, I think. Yeah. It, it. It's a great system. It's a fun system to play on, and what came out on it was really good. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the Switch. It was kind of like, okay, what's next? And then they were like, uh-huh. yeah. I almost forgot I've got um, a Switch. <laughs> I, 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 many times do I see my little Switch, because I got it underneath my PS4. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're, you're going to sit there for a good long time, sir. Oh. I mean, there's stuff coming. Yes. So when is. it comes out, you know, like when Smash hit, we were out, jumped all over that sucker. But now it's, it. Yeah, it needs a rest. Yeah, it needs a rest. Uh, my history with Donkey Kong Country is, is about as stereotypical as you can get. When the first game came out, I didn't have money for a PlayStation, and so the way it looks was like, this is obviously super amazing. I have to play this. And I played it, and I love Donkey Kong Country. And 2 was something that, uh, it's one of those like special games, right? Like, <clears throat> I, I I haven't played through it like 61 times like you with uh, Monkey Island, but um, I have a lot of fond memories and just love for this game. So going and replaying, I haven't played it in probably five years. Going and replaying it was kind of a blast. Oh yeah. Um, just a little sign up. This was the best-selling game on Super Nintendo. Was it? Did not come packaged in. Yep. If it mm. wasn't a packing game, this was the top. All three Donkey Kong Country games are in the top ten of wow. best-selling games on the system. So yep. That's good going. Well done. Uh, let's talk about let's talk. Let's talk about it now. Okay. So, Craig, how do you think this looks, out of curiosity? I like quite a chunk of it. I like the levels themselves. It's got that kind of, I'm 2D, but there's something full 3D about it. A bit like Cool Spot or Earthworm Jim, it reminded me of. It's There's something twangy, and I know that's a non-descriptive word, but there's something about it that just makes it look a bit cool. I quite like it. It's very colourful for my colour broken eyes. What I don't like looking wise, and I don't want, I'm not going to go, oh, this is just the worst thing ever, but see the map, the overworld map, trying to find the levels Ooh. and where I'm going. Oh my God, I've got no idea what's going on in that thing. They <laughs> took like a 400 by 400 bitmap yeah. and just stretched the everloving hell out of it. Yep, yep. But the, the game itself, it looks beautiful. The, anim- the You're going as deep as animation because the animation, when you tag team up with. Daisy Kong? Dixie. 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 Closer. Dixie Kong. Closer. I'll get there eventually. It's fantastic. You pick her up. She's on her shoulders. You throw her. You can do cartwheels. She does a helicopter thing to float. Everything in those wee animations is brilliant. And because the control feels quite responsive, everything kind of just clicks with it. So it moves really cool and it looks cool while it's doing it. I know that's a lot of mechanics well, bundled into it, but I really like the look of it, Dave. Well, okay, first off, uh, you're wrong. Oh. <clears throat> this is one of the worst-looking games ever released. Why? According to most... See, here's the weird thing, right? <clears throat> I've heard on, like, probably eight to ten different podcasts that Donkey Kong Country looks awful. 
They really? just look the worst. Really? Now, everybody I've talked to personally or, you know, like one-on-one, like over the internet, everybody loves the way Donkey Kong Country looks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why exactly everybody hates critically the way Donkey Kong Country looks, but I agree with you. I, I love, they almost have this weird, like their little figurines PVC look to them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was that game? That what was I the really fighting like. game that has what, that? Play Fighter? Yeah, that this it, it's the same kind of, there's there's a 2D backdrop and there's platforms with, you know, 3D drawings or rendering on it, but it's it's a two, very much a 2D space. But the character itself, the way it's been drawn and animated, pops out. That's the more descriptive word that pops out a wee bit more than usual if it was just a flat yeah. 2D thing. I, I don't know much about the <clears throat> about the process of how they were made. I know that all of the characters were CG renders mm-hmm. that were then transformed into sprites, which I don't know how you do that kind of wizardry. Technic- but, um, technically, um, it's a technical possibility, but I, I've got no idea how you would do it. I imagine if you rendered a walk animation in 3D, exported it in individual frames and then reproduced that in a sprite you'd end up with a sprite sheet with however many frames of animation and that becomes your walk animation I'm pretty sure i've just nailed it on the head as how to do it i think i think you have i mean the only thing that that's stuck in my stupid brain is <clears throat> then why doesn't it look like how did it manage to transfer over the look mm-hmm. of a cg model that's what that's that's what I don't know. I'm sure I could find out about it. They've done many like you know post mortems on this. I just never really. Anyway, anyway, to the game itself, uh, would to would it be safe to say that you run and you jump a lot? Yes, you run and you jump a, a fair amount, Dave. It's a platformer, so you would expect a bit of running and jumping. It's not like it comes out the and you're like oh my god, I have to jump in this game. But hell, you are mobile. You have to be mobile quite a lot of the time because some of the enemy types, there's always enemies on screen. You're always having to jump on them or they're coming at you and you have to loop over them and jump on them. It's a busy old game. Very quick. Um, yeah, it, it is. There's not really very many peaceful moments when you get into the level no. itself. Um, I, I would would it be safe to say there's not really much other than like a few unique mechanics that are uh, let's say noteworthy about you know, the running the I mean other than the fact that you move incredibly even in the air you have so much control mm-hmm. over where you're going oh, now, I don't know how many times I've like overshot it's my ideal platforming is having that amount of freedom when you get into oh something. Like the old rotoscoped classics we were playing. Did we play Prince? Of, did we play Prince of Persia? And, yeah, we played Prince of Persia. Um, what was the other one we played? Sadly, uh, adventure what game. What was the other one? Ferrari roars up to the science studio. Oh, oh, out of this world! Out of this or world! Another, another world! world. Yeah. When you get to those kind of jump platforming, where you jump and you've got a fixed arc. Oh my god, it does my head. I hate it. I just don't, it doesn't feel right. Donkey Kong is the exact opposite. You can jump, you can long press and jump higher. Ditsy, Ditsy, Daisy, oh. Dixie. Dixie. I was even <laughs> closer that time. <laughs> You're closer. Dixie floats when you hold a button press. 
Um, Diddy Kong, when you hold down the, the special button, he runs really fast and you cartwheels. And you can also do this thing where you cartwheel off a ledge and then jump and you get an extra wee boost of a jump. It's just Whoa, look at you with the expert controls yeah. there. It's so wow. so mobile. I really clicked with it. It just feels really good to play. Um, I, I guess we could talk about this now. Uh Rare, the mm-hmm. people who developed this. Um I think at some point I should enact a lawsuit against them for for just just breaking my heart because the first rare games that i played right were like donkey kong country and donkey kong country 2 and then 3 and then they just ooh, they they did what rare does uh do you have any affection for rare um i liked perfect dark i liked the first perfect dark golden eye i would imagine golden eye yep not a lot else uh banjo kazooie conquers bad oh yeah no Oh, wait, hang on a second. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, on the NES. Yep. Wow. They did a lot of stuff for the NES. Um, it's quite a lot of bollocks, isn't it? It is quite a lot of bollocks. Uh, and, and you're a little out of the ordinary, because if Mike was here, he would be spouting the wonders of Rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, most UK people really love Rare. Hmm. It's an odd one. Because you can you pick, then, is it Rare Replay you get on, is it Xbox Live Arcade or is it Xbox 360? You can pick uh, up No, it's Xbox One. It, it's a disc. Oh, is it Xbox One? Yep. That's some of the problem I have with Rare. Because games like this, and even games like Banjo-Kazooie and, and Conquerors that I don't like, there's something really charming about what these guys do. Mm-hmm. There's something goofy and British about all of it that I absolutely love. Because we, we haven't talked like enemy design yet, but almost every enemy in this game, I would want a plushie of. Yeah, most of them. One of them in particular, I just want to kick in the nuts. <laughs> Which one? The um, the battle where the crocodile pops out and then boops you. Because <laughs> they make that terrifying noise too. Oh, okay, right. Okay, here's my admission time. I was save stating my way through this rather than using because lives seem to be a plenty, and it's was oh, yeah. you know it's not a problem. So I thought I'll save state my way through it, and I saved at the exact point. One of these guys booped me, <laughs> and I landed on a crocodile head in lava. This was in the second world or something. But then the guy suicides himself and comes into the lava with you and boops you off the crocodile head, and I just thought. I hate you. I absolutely hate you. I, I mean, it wasn't a game breaker because I just went back to the start of the level. But those guys, and they, every single time you go and try and pick up a barrel, and he just pops out and boops you, and you're like, damn, it's got me again. He runs just fast ah. enough that you don't have, really have time to jump, and then he makes a screeching noise. Oh, no, he books it, yeah. When he turns, it's like, <laughs> comes back for you. Yeah, that noise is terrifying yeah. when you're not expecting it. Uh, personally, I think I, I, I'm just kind of blind. I hate the bees. I love the bees. They are yeah. the most adorable bees I've ever seen in my life. But I hate those bees. The bees... The, the bees got me because even if you're jumping, they still you can't jump on top of them to kill them. They were they were pretty annoying. Nope. Uh, only the rhino mm-hmm. and the snake. Like a couple of the animal buddies. Yeah. Which I, I want to touch on the animal buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. man, I love the animal buddies. I don't uh what where did you get to, first of all? Um I got to the end of the second world, which was the lava thingamabobber, and then I um 
re- respectfully tapped out, but with full intention to keep on playing it. I'm not stopping playing this. It's brilliant. And not to um, give too much well, away. Thanks for spoiling. Jeez. Again. Again. I've done it again. Again. So uh, you fought the sword boss then? Yes. That, that when I was a kid, that, that was a very tense boss because he, he was a very scary looking guy when I was a kid. I think the bosses, the bosses themselves, the, that boss and the first boss are a jump up in difficulty that I didn't expect. Oh, yeah. For me. Uh, uh, Do you know that? Because it, it doesn't really. You know that way where you sometimes play a game and the game itself, the level itself, gives you hints as to what to do with the boss. And this, oh, I yeah. just, I either if the game has the hints, I didn't get the hints. But the, especially the first one, I didn't know that you could pick up an egg or pick up a barrel and hold the button and then jump and throw. I did not know you could do that, so I was just tapping it to throw things. Oh, it took me for. I, I, I'm more. I, I generally just hold it and then run into the boss. Oh my god, that would be even easier. Um, the only way you would know you could do that is if you played the first one because. A lot of these bosses are like, you know, like the bird, the first boss. There was oh. a giant bird in the first one, and this is the little kid bird. Got so, you. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, that does bring up something I'd love to talk about. So mm-hmm. growing up on Mario and Sonic and all that, those like A-plus platformers, um, this one still takes me by surprise because this thing has teeth. Yeah. A hundred percent. And... Uh, like after playing these for most of my childhood, like all three of these, I, I'm always a little disappointed when I go back to like your Mario's and your Sonics were like, Oh, it takes like 80% of the game before this gets hard. Yeah. Whereas this, it's like after the end of the first world, mo- those like that balloon level in the lava, honestly, you got to ride the balloons. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, you guys aren't pulling many punches. No, some things are incredibly tricky, but I, I found that some of the simplest looking things are the trickiest in this. And I don't know, the control is great and it's responsive and you know what you need to do, but it's just get that extra level of difficulty that means that one false slip and you've landed on a bee or you've hit the lava or it's it's a tricky wee bugger at times, but in a really good satisfying way. Um, How do you feel about the, the way the the hit point system works where it's one hit per character? Whereas, like, Tropical Freeze, you get two hits per character. I, do you know what? It didn't bother me, to be honest at all, because there's plenty of the barrels to get your um, partner back. The thing that did bother me... Oh, no, actually, no, that's a lie. It didn't bother me, but the thing that I didn't figure out until later on was if you held down Select, you changed between the two of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Because yeah, because you're going in without a manual too. Yeah, so a couple of times, and I feel terrible for saying this, but I sacrificed Diddy just so that I could glide over a part of something. <laughs> well, um, let's be fair. I mean, out of the two, Diddy Diddy's the useless one, right? Um, he's quicker on the first set of levels where you're climbing ropes. He's a lot quicker on the ropes if you hold down your um, B button or your X button, whatever the hell button that is. The fast button? The fast button. I think it's X. Must be X. Um I, I was but very much part, a Dixie guy. Like yeah, all the time. Say, I was gonna say although Even I was Tropical gonna, Freeze. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, you're probably right. It's, it's unfortunate that the titular character although um 
I just thought Donkey Kong isn't in this at all, is he? But it's Diddy Oh, you're Kong. rescuing Donkey Kong. You're rescuing Donkey Kong, yeah. Uh, this game, if, if I remember right, I think it's, I know the first game takes cracks at um, Mario and Sonic. And I think this game t- gets a little, like, uh, nudge to Earthworm Jim. And I can't remember who the second one is. Hmm. There's another, like, you come across, like, Earthworm Jim's gun. Oh, ace. And I was like, oh, that's that's where he must have kicked it. Oh, poor guy. Oh, that's well. That's funny because it was the same era, obviously, and it, that was the thing that it reminded me of was very much the feel of Earthworm Jim. Although Earthworm Jim oh, really? is much worse. I was gonna say, I I I I remember having a lot of trouble going back to Earthworm Jim. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was a long time ago. Yes. So let's talk about pirate content. Yeah. And uh, so I picked this because last week you picked a a vastly inferior pirate game. Mm-hmm. I, I feel. Okay. Um, would you like to perhaps change your mind about what the superior pirate game is? I think I think you'll agree, and you'll know from last week that I'm not a fan of pirate themed games. To be <laughs> honest. Um, no, I'm only I'm only kidding. Obviously. I, I didn't know this was going to be a pirate-themed game until I booted it, and it was a pirate island, and I thought, oh, it must just be a pirate world, and then I'll move on, and it'll be, you know, like, a Christmas world, and I'll feel like I'm playing James Pond again, but it's not... Oh, no, 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 please don't say that name. The most gutting... Vietnam-level flashbacks. The, the most gutting thing about doing Retro Rewinds in our current format is that there is very little chance that you'll pick a game that ends in a J just so that I can pick James Pond. Oh, I will make very sure that I never pick a game that ends in J- I hate James Pond oh, no. so I'm, much. I'm not the biggest fan of James Pond, but it, it's curious because I played it quite a lot when I was younger. And I just want, I just, I remember playing it and being kind of like amused by it. Not really, not really much more, just amused. And I want to see what it was all about. But I'll do that I, um, by, I'll we do that by myself. Doing a uh, well, we could do a UK special where we do Dizzy and James Pond. Oh, Dizzy! Dizzy was good because though. <laughs> no, Dizzy wasn't. Dizzy, like, like that. That's actually the whole point of this. Is your friends and family contacted me and they were like, "Look, Craig has terrible, terrible taste in some <laughs> games." And I was like, all right, let's start a show and we'll try. Because I like to think by the time we get back to Dizzy and James Pond, you'll see why they're terrible games. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it already already worked with Micro Machines. It did work for Micro Oh, God, Micro Machines. Poor Micro Machines. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Poor Micro Machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, one thing I would like to talk about is music. Yes. Um, this This soundtrack specifically like two or three songs uh will always be on my mp3 player if i had to pick one game soundtrack to own and that was it it would be this hands down yeah yeah i the the guy who does it david wise is is just a genius man um i don't think you've gotten to where they play sticker bush symphony have you uh it's like uh brambly level with barrels no 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 okay um, maybe sometime, uh, just, well, no, you know what? You're going to end up sticking it in the episode. Yeah. I, that's definitely going to be in here. So you, you can hear it then.
Uh, this is kind of like, you know, when we did DuckTales, how the moon was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, this is like game soundtrack 101. Yes. Uh, there's one song from this game is like held in the same kind of esteem. Mm. Um, kind of boring to talk about. So, you know what? We've run into that problem that we run into, Craig. It's a platformer. Yes. You jump. And you jump. You move. You ride in minecarts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you shoot yourself out of barrels. Um, you you knock out King K. Rule. Uh, you you rescue Donkey Kong, and well, that was a platformer. Not much to actually discuss. Like more fun to play than it is to discuss. Donkey so, Kong rhymes with long, and um, wrong, wrong. Uh, sarong. Yeah. Pardon my sarong. True. Um, so, yes, there's not much to talk about. What I do want to talk about is this, my good friend. Mm-hmm. We don't do platformers too often, but where do they sit in your, like, game life? Like, platformers um, in general. Do you still play a lot of them if you weren't doing this show? No. No, I don't think so. So they're they're just a, a genre that's kind of I mean they're not very popular anymore. Yeah, but. they just they just sit, they just and I, I think if anything, if I was to go and play a platformer, I would probably pick up something I either knew or I had been forced to play by you. If I, like if a new platformer comes out, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, this is a new platformer. It's going to take me back to platforming heyday. Is not me at all. Okay, so uh, things like Shantae, Shovel Knight, they don't even ding your radar at all? No, Shantae, Shantae did. Um, I haven't played Shovel Knight, despite the fact that you said it was very good, but I played the Half-Genie Hero and the one before that, actually, I had as well. Oh, so you have played two recent platformers. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> it was just after I started um, Tropical Freeze, because... I was like, I'm really enjoying another this. Platformer. Another, another <laughs> recent platformer. Um, Dave, Dave, thank you for exposing. <laughs> <laughs> this has all been a you dirty liar, Cass. Uh, Dave, it, it seems like I'm even more of a liar than what I thought because I do actually like a good chunk of platformers. <laughs> so then I like puzzling, I like challenge, I like platforming in general what do I not like about Donk it's not that I don't like it it's just it wouldn't be my first choice it was a question you asked yeah however long ago when you said oh why not play this kind of genre game and the answer is because I've got a hell of a lot to do right now and not a lot of it involves platforming Oh, yeah, and I don't mean, like, tomorrow morning when you wake up, why are you not playing Donkey Kong? <laughs> I, I meant it more as in the, like, when you look at your, your shelf or your digital yeah. collection, you're like, uh, what genre should we, because that's how I generally pick. It's like, all right, I just finished something in this genre. Let's switch over to this genre. Oh, I never, I never pick by genre. Never, ever pick by genre. You ever play 15 RPGs in a row, Craig? Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I mean, I could play fifteen Far Cries in a row, and three of them would be the same game. Well, that's because 
Well, yeah, they would all bleed together. I defy you to say the difference between Far Cry 8 and 12. <laughs> there won't be. Um, no, but like, like I just finished uh, Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, I don't really want a, you know, a third-person action. Like, I wouldn't want to jump straight into a Bayonetta or something like that. Okay. So I'll, I'll switch genres. But um, it's just like, um, like this made me think of Mario, a lot about Mario. Because Super Mario World on the SNES is one of the best games ever made. I've never played that. Of course you haven't. <laughs> you were playing Dizzy. <laughs> but but the when I'm sitting down with either, like I think I'd rather play a Tropical Freeze or a Donkey Kong Country rather than a Mario at mm-hmm. any given moment. And I think for the reason why is it all boils down to difficulty. Yeah. Like, do you still find Mario... Like, you played, what, 3D Worlds? Yes. Fairly recently? Yeah, um, it's just not... It's not... Like, I'm very much in your boat <laughs> for the exact same reason. It's not a challenge. It's not a challenge at all. And it's... The nostalgia isn't there for me. I appreciate quite a lot about what Mario does well. But if I want to just sit down and play something and enjoy something... I after playing what I've played of Donkey Kong 2 I'd be like I'm going to go and play the rest of Donkey Kong 2 or I'm going to go upstairs and play Tropical Freeze it's Shanty even was more difficult the difficulty is a requirement I think otherwise it gets really super boring well that's that's why I love talking to you guys like you Mike and Luke Mm -hmm. is you guys don't have that ingrained love of Mario Mm -hmm. that we have Mm -hmm. so I'm always curious to see how, where other people stack him compared to other platformers that I think do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what Mario has is charm, out like just oozing out of every pore. Yeah, but I think for me, the 3D platformers are where it's at with Mario. The three. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Probably. So like um, Odyssey, um, Odyssey, that kind of 3D, or Odyssey like 3D was- worlds. Odyssey was... Oh, 3D Worlds is amazing. 3D Worlds is the best Mario. I'm going to say that right now. I flipping love that game. It's so good. Um, but of the traditional platformers, Odyssey's the weakest. I prefer Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, you are weird. I know, I know. I love it. Like, that is, that is Sun- Sunshine weird. is so good. Um, Galaxy is the best of those. See, I, would those. Be, I put Galaxy over Sunshine, I think, for mm-hmm. my favorite. Oh yeah, like Which, Ga- again, Galaxy is far the best. Oh, we haven't played. I've never played Galaxy Two. Uh, it's very much more of the same. I think that's why we didn't. We decided not to do Galaxy Two is because okay. they're very, very similar. Um, so back to Donkey. Kong. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, this is this is what happens when we do platformers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is, huh? I was gonna say something, and then my brain set off that like you may be lying, Claxon. Okay. I don't have that. Um, I was going to say, I, I think this is, <laughs> we can tell. No, I don't like platformers, yeah. but I played this and this and that. Um, I was going to say, I think this is an important game, but I don't think it actually is, to be honest with you, because this is a road that Rare kind of left behind. Mm-hmm. They didn't really follow it on. I mean, Retro, the people that do Donkey Kong Country Returns, I think took what they did and, and expanded on it a hundredfold. And... If well, let, let's put it this way: you've you've not finished Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze no. or Returns. Which, if you had all of them sitting in front of you, would you have a reason to pick two 
now that you've played a little bit of it, or would you go to Tropical Freeze or Returns? Honestly, this is going to sound stupid. Yeah. But I would, if if they were all sitting in front of me, I would play two first, purely because of the way I would. It's not to do with the order it's released in or anything. It's my perception of what I'm going to get more enjoyment out of, and it tends to follow the line of the newer, nicer looking is probably more advanced. Like, I would hate for a mechanic to be in Tropical Freeze, go back to two and miss it. If that makes any oh, sense. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I feel like if a game, even if it just becomes slightly more refined and a bit smoother, and a, a, that works for me more. So I would start at the two and work my way forward. Okay. Um, uh, one is a lot like two, it, but there it's just not as refined. Like, like one's a good starting point, mm-hmm. but two, two and three are actually really good. Okay, so uh, I'm sorry we didn't like expand much on Donkey Kong Country 2. It, it is just kind of a platformer. It's one that I love. I hold very dear. Like if to pick mm-hmm. one game on the SNES, this is going to be very high in the ranking. Yeah. Um, Dave? But there's not a lot of... Oh, God. Like, I've got my hand in my ear. I know you can't see me and I'm like, I'm at school with my hands in the air. Uh, you did not expand on and I thought you might want to or you would regret not expanding on your animal buddies. And Donkey Kong too. Oh my gosh, the animal buddies. Yeah. Okay, first of all, first, thank you, thank you, Craig, no my dear, my dear boy. Thank you. Um, the animal buddies are really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the best way I can put it. Uh, I personally uh, hate the snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the snake is like Spring Mario. He can die in all the fires I in the world. Fucking jumped on that snake, and I was like, oh, not this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, how many have you seen, by the way? Um, I got the rhino, I got the snake, and I got one more, but it's just escaped me in the lava place. Squitters? Squitters yes, the spider? Yes, Ah, Squitters is the best! Honestly, absolutely brilliant. The, the, this in here, this is far better than any of, like, see, like, the Yoshi transformations or anything like that. It's just so cool. I love it to bits. I mean... Listener, dear, dear, dear listener, if you don't know who Squitters is, uh, I'm glad my voice is cracking and I'm sick because it sounds like there's gravitas behind this now. <laughs> and that is, imagine a spider. Not a scary spider, a cute spider. But each one of his eight legs is wearing high top sneakers. And then I want you to tell me that that's not the most brilliant thing you have ever thought of. It's the most brilliant thing that I ever thought of but the one thing that bothered me was how did he tie his last two shoelaces he doesn't need to he just spits web on it oh that's so he just holds up his little leg and onto the shoe and there you go nice one um so without a manual I'm curious do you know what squitters does no oh okay so with like every animal has a special ability Mm mm-hmm Rambies is a charge. You can charge at a wall, and sometimes there'll be a bonus room behind that wall, but you got to charge into it. You uh, hold the A button, oh. and he'll like start oh. on the ground. Uh, when you get him, you go on the level a wee bit. There's an arrow pointing back the yep. level towards. I could not get through the wall. I was running at it and hit. I just didn't. I didn't click, so I didn't do any specials on the animals. 
Okay. Uh, uh, the snake, you hold it and he like coils himself up really tight and gets like a three times jump. Oh my God. Um, Squitters is the coolest though, because while he can shoot webs with the, what is it? The Y button. I should just use PlayStation or Xbox. <laughs> uh, he can spit webs with the Y button. If you spit webs with the, what would be the circle button, he spits out a, like a round glob of web. And if you hit the button again, it flattens out and becomes a platform. So you can shoot these at a diagonal up, a diagonal down, straight ahead, and just build platforms through the whole level to where you don't have to do the level. Oh, my It is God. genius. Because the whole thing, like, you get through these, I didn't jump high as the snake. The, the level doesn't require you to do this. It seems to be to get bonus things, because I could see that there was a bonus thing yeah. with the rhino. But I just couldn't get through the wall. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. Uh, another, uh, uh, let's say an honorable mention would be Espresso, the ostrich, also wearing high-top sneakers. Espresso. I love it. So, uh, uh, Craig, can your wife sew? Yes, she can. For Christmas, can I have a stuffed animal, buddy? Okay. All of them? All of them. Life-size. Life-size. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll ask her. She might Except the snake. Not the snake, no. Which is unfortunate because that'd be the easiest one to make. <laughs> it would be. Well, okay, how about this? How about we make it and then we burn it in effigy? That's that's a good plan. We'll do that. So, uh, yeah, the Animal Buddies really added an extra layer that, as a kid, just won my heart. And I, I've always loved these little guys. Even more, like you said, more than like the Yoshi transformations mm -hmm. or other... Well, even more than Yoshi, huh? I'm not a really big fan about, of Yoshi. Yeah, actually. I know you're not a fan of Yoshi. Um, the only thing I the only thing I like more is Super Mario 3D World, Cat Mario, honestly, or even oh, you're like my daughter, honest, Craig. Honestly, it's so good. Like it's just done so well. I don't honestly. Oh, see, I I don't know how more people do not love that game. Like I just don't get it. Oh, I, I like I, I absolutely love 3D mm -hmm. Worlds, man. Like more even more I so than Odyssey. Like Odyssey did. was cool, yeah. but oh 3D Worlds, man. Yeah, that was good stuff. Um on that fateful day when we get together we'll have to play through some uh, 3D worlds together. Mm -hmm. And knock each other in pit. Uh the order goes like, you know, Donkey Kong Country, Animal Buddies or Top Dog. Mm -hmm. And then you got like Shantae Animal Transformations. Yeah. And then you've got like, you know, maybe Cat Mario. Um, I, it, this is a very, very uh, weird topic to jump to. Mm -hmm. But uh, I had a thought the other day. Okay. Because I was playing Devil May Cry 5 and you turned into a devil. As, as in Devil May Cry. There aren't... <clears throat> oh boy, sorry about the voice. There aren't a lot of games where you don't play as humans anymore. There are, yeah. Like, it seems to be a bit of a, a lost thing. And that's a little bit of a shame. I think, because I'm a human. I don't want to play as humans. You're a human. Are you talking like Mass Effect? Like you're not you're not like in space politics and well, and well, there you go. See, Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. Why are you playing as a human? Play as a cool alien creature. You know, something that's not human. That that would to me that's more fun. Like uh. You know, if you're playing an RTS, StarCraft or whatever, why would you ever pick the humans? 
They're boring. Oh, but you, you, the human is you. The human, generally speaking, the human is going to be the balanced character. In Mass Effect terms, humans are the only ones that are good enough to actually decide the fate of everyone else in the galaxy. Let's be fair and point out it's mostly white humans <laughs> yes, that get to decide white it. white humans can decide the fate. Who lives, who dies, it's all down to Shepard or Femship. Um, oh, Femship all the way, dog. Yeah. I have yet um, to do a Fem. Anyway, anyway. Very, very off topic. Uh, and... And me, me and uh, Kelsey were talking about this because I bore her with all this kind of stuff, and she politely puts up with it. Um, and then she she brought up a good point. She's like, "Well, isn't that so you can connect with the character, the, the human, like you?" And that that made me think: Do you do that, Craig? Do I like like, like really, do you really get into your role playing? Like, if I was this character. This is what I would do. Well, no, or... just like uh, let, let's say you're playing Bland Space Marine number five, mm-hmm. and he's bald, of course. Mm-hmm. But it, do you get that emotional attachment? Well, he's human, so you know I I I care about what happens to him, kind of thing. I would say almost certainly not. It's got nothing to do with the race of the thing you're playing. I think that feeling for me would come from the story and how your character is portrayed in the story. Surely. Okay, because um, like, um, like that was the big argument about silent protagonists. Mm-hmm. It's well, so you can put yourself in that that role. Yeah. Does that ever work for you? Honestly, sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. it really doesn't work in Dragon Quest. I'll just throw that out there because it's flipping stupid. Well, you're not a beautiful anime person, Greg. Well, I know I'm not a beautiful anime person, but when people are talking to you and it's silence. But you'd expect, you know, like you're responding. I hate, I hate it. It's just so off-putting. But overall, I, whether you're a silent protagonist or whether you're speaky, well, it doesn't bother me. I don't really, unless I'm lying through my teeth again for the third time in this episode, <laughs> which probably could happen. I don't feel like I get an emotional attachment to the character. I get an emotional attachment to characters within the story it's not to do with me and who I'm playing it's it's more if I get drawn into it it's the story and I don't it's not like a I'm putting myself in their shoes type thing it's just that I find the emotion quite overpowering sometimes if it's a good story. Yeah, you you like Geralt because of what he's been through, not because he's a human. Exactly. And you're not like, oh, you know, I've I've got an emotional attachment with Geralt because he's humanoid and I feel like it could be there's none of that at all. It's just what he's going through. That's it. Cuz cuz what made me think of this was Mutant Year 0, right? Mm-hmm. Which by the way everybody should play. It's an amazing game you should buy it now. Um and you know, your main characters, you have humans in there. But you also have the duck and the boar guy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, those guys are obviously my party. I mean, screw the humans. I mean, yeah. And Kelsey's like, why Why are you using just the animal people? I'm like, because they're cool. I guess. In that specific um, example, you are very right, Dave. I mean, how the fuck are you not going <laughs> to use those people? I mean, I because, mean, like, like I guess this is something that I've kind of lost to is um, games do things that no other medium can do. I, I'm i cool. Like, you'll never see a movie about a duck and a boar 
shooting people in a nuclear wasteland. You'll never see that. Why would you use humans? I don't know. I guess I guess my point is just let's let's get some really cool weird main characters going. Mm-hmm. Give us some cool creatures to play as, because humans are boring. <laughs> Apart from Kratos, and you can edit all of that out. Um, yeah, but if you could play as Kratos or say like you know maybe one of the Norse gods instead, I I, I don't know. Baldur's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, I I think it's because I'm currently aspiring to be Kratos. Well, you are. You are. Uh, you're going to have to shave your head at some point. I mean, that's probably the last step. I'm honest. I'm down to, I use a, a number one, like one millimeter on the hair clippers. And it's it's getting to the point where all I need to do is go dunk and I've, I've got no hair. <laughs> now, are you going bald? No, not in the slightest. Okay. All right. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I've started keeping my hair short because I am, I'm starting to get the egg. Oh. It's like, uh-oh. We can't do long hair anymore. Oh dear. No, no. I, I, if I grew my hair out, it would just be like, hair. Um, so, okay. So, in the grand scheme of things, you go for the Kratos look. Mm-hmm. I'll go for the Agent 47 look who has, well, he's, he's taking some time off of the gym. Okay. Uh, yeah. Agent 47 between <laughs> games. But Agent 47 and a half, let's say. <laughs> All right, okay. So I'm sorry. Uh, that was a bit rambly. If we don't edit all of that out, it was just kind of a, well, you're privy to one of our stupid discussions we have all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, we have, you know, the website. And all, you, you're listening to the podcast. You know where we're at. Yep. Uh, I hate to say it, but, like, if you could give us feedback on whether or not you like the show, uh, if there were things you wish we did or didn't do, like talk about stupid things. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, but for right now, Craig, what's your next pick? <gasps> My next pick? Thankfully, we have a pick. Um, thank you, Dave, for helping with this. Uh, because of the, the tricky nature of a game beginning with why, uh, we had to dig deep and have come up with Yumi Penguin Monogatari, a Konami game. Yes! Platformer. About fat penguins. Fat penguins. It looks, if you do nothing else, Google and look at some Google image results because it's cute as anything. There's a flying pig ship and everything in here. It's going to be fun. Um, uh, quick, quick trivia for you there, Craig. What was the last Japan-only game that we did? Um, Baby Bio Boku Tokoki. Oh, you are so close. Good man. I would have accepted Bio Miracle Upa. Uh, Bio Miracle Upa. But took. Oh, you know God, what? Good man. Can't even do it. But thank you. It was, wasn't it? I, I think. Yeah, I think the only other one we've done is Ataki. I think that's the only other, great, like, yeah. Yeah. Japan exclusive. Wow. All right, so join us next time where we will talk about Craig. Oh, God, are you going to make me say it again? Yumi Penguin Monogatari. You got it out pretty good. Yeah, thank you. All right. Right. So we will catch you next time. Uh, Next episode is Symphony of the Night, where obviously Craig has problems with it, which I am very curious about. (laughs) So join us next time for Ian's pick, because Ian is a man of culture and taste. Yes. Good night. Say good night, Craig. Good night. Good night, Craig.